The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We will kick things off on the show today. 53106, I should say, if you want to get in touch about anything we are uh, talking about. Uh, so, nightclubs will be allowed to stay open until 6 a.m. in some situations. Pubs will be permitted to open until half 12 every night of the week, as opposed to having different rules from Monday to Thursday, Friday through Saturday, and different rule again on Sunday. These are all under new laws to be approved by Cabinet today. Like I say, the Minister is going to be here to talk about them and their implication a little bit later. But our Chief Reporter Barry White has been on the streets of Dublin getting reaction to the rule changes. I think a lot of Europe, though, have a lot of late light bars as well. So, like, Dublin itself is very trendy nowadays. There's a lot of people living here now, a lot of different nationalities. I think it's a good idea. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't, I think, don't it's think it's a bad thing. I think yeah. basically, if somebody wants to leave work, say they're finishing at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, or anything else, and just want to go for a queer drink somewhere, mm-hmm. it's handy enough for them just to go and have a queer drink. They don't have to basically shoving a load of cans at home or trying to get drinks in early. Yeah. They can actually go somewhere that's a bit more cosmopolitan and European. What about yourselves? Could we see you guys coming out of a coppers at 6am no. next uh, summer? Not at my age. Anyway, I think the novelty will wear off quite quick. Um, I think that it sounds fun, like all fun and games, but I don't think we're not used to saying it that like. I think, yeah, I I rather just go home early. I'm done. I'm wrote off at one anyway. <laughs> what about yourself? I'm the same. I'm a go home at twelve kind of gal. <laughs> so we won't see you guys coming out at six a.m. No. from a nightclub next summer. No, I can't imagine the queues and everything. People queuing like all sorts of hours to get in at like five to be in for an hour or so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it will really last that long. I I have to admit, I'm a little like those two girls. I'm, a, I'm an awful fiend, or I certainly was when I was younger, for disappearing from the nightclub at 1am. So I'm not sure how much these changes might have impacted me uh, had they come about uh, a few years ago. It's a long time since I was in any club of any uh, shape or form. But Ian Redmond is with me, the owner of Tramline in Dublin. Ian, do you welcome these changes? Absolutely, and thanks for having us on, and uh, thanks to Mr. McIntyre for pushing this forward. Um, it's been a long time in the in the making. We're uh, two and a half years pushing this since they launched the Nighttime Economy Task Force document and uh, review. Um, we feel it's going to be great for the city. We're trying to revive Dublin City. It's a ghost town at night, midweek. It's uh, it's at the weekends, people bailing out onto the street at three in the morning. Everyone trying to get taxis can take up to an hour, hour and a half. And taxi drivers, when they drop people home, then they'll come back into town because they know there's there's no more. So it's going to stagger the closing, which is great. Now, we don't expect people to come out at 10 o'clock and stay till six. But it'll give people the choice to ten to one, eleven to two, or three to six. You know, people are quite happy to pay in to nightclubs at three in the morning and get three hours of dancing. You know, and it doesn't all have to revolve around alcohol. It's a cultural event. Dancing is a rite of passage. It's something that we all start off when we're eighteen, going to school discos or sixteen, and then Mm. and onwards. I did it. You did it. And uh, not really excited about it. And just hope it can be action sooner rather than later, and not be pushed to the very end of December. 23, you know, so it's that and the SEO legislation that we need. The whole thing needs to be reformed because I couldn't open tonight now, for example, to celebrate this because I don't have an SEO. What's an SEO? Special exemption order or a late night bar extension in layman's terms. And what that means is you have to go to court the week before um, the week before uh, and apply to the court for a special exemption order to stay open late from 12.30 till 2.30 a.m. And they were €410 per night. Got reduced in the last budget, thankfully, to 2.05, but we're looking for the abolition of that altogether because tonight I can't open 
even though I have a seven-day public license, I have a music and singing license, I have a public dance license and a restaurant certificate, but I don't have that SEO tonight to celebrate this momentous occasion that we uh, that, that would be able to open late. So what else would you be looking for to happen in tandem with all of this in order for it to be a success? And I'm talking about the ancillary stuff, Gardaí, buses, taxis. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, all that. Uh, Guardy buses, taxis. Um, we, we need more guards on the street. Uh, it's absolutely crucial that there isn't that um, uh, presence on the street. Um, you know, they're under resource. We need more resources for our guardy. They do a fantastic job, but we just need more of them. Um, and uh, you know, uh, th- then that the city can thrive at night if people feel safe. They don't feel safe going out at night. You know, it took me an hour to get home in a taxi a couple of weeks ago. Luckily enough, the other night I got home in five minutes, uh, I got one because I stood beside one of my security guards and he waved it down for me and I had a 50 euro note in my hand, you know, and mm. so uh, taxi drivers have to kind of profile uh, the, the people they pick up now because, you know, they, they don't want young lads getting in because they fear they might get assaulted. So they're predominantly just picking up young girls. Uh, one listener touches on that they say this could be a nightmare if we don't get more visible policing to go along with it and Brian in Dublin says if there's going to be no kicking out time in nightclubs we're going to deny an entire generation of people that frantic thrill of the last minute shift first the slow set and now this so says Brian 53106 Brian thank you for the uh, text you stay with us I want to introduce uh, Frank MacDonald author, journalist former environment editor with the Irish Times and Temple Bar resident in Dublin as well Frank what do you make of these changes? Well, I think that in all the in all the commentary on it today uh, so far, nobody has mentioned the elephant in the room, which is what's called entertainment noise breakout. And we made submissions to the Nighttime Economy Task Force, Temple Bar residents did, uh, because we we've been at the coal face of some of this for the last God knows how long. And um, we also made submissions to the Department of Justice on its consultation as well. And what we said basically was that if the licensing laws are to be reformed to permit bars and nightclubs to remain open until six in the morning, as is now proposed, mm. without taking steps to address noise issues, um, people would be deprived. People who live in the city centre, in the vicinity of these places, would be deprived of getting a good night's sleep, and and our neighbourhoods could become uninhabitable. And that's why we welcomed the Nighttime Economy Task Force report's recommendation that a review should be undertaken urgently, it says, uh, of noise regulations to develop practical solutions for more effective noise management in the nighttime economy uh, if our cities and towns are to develop as genuinely vibrant places to live, socialise and work. And, and there hasn't been a peep out of the government, uh, or uh, uh, Helen McEntee, or anybody else involved uh, about the uh, updating of, of noise regulations. And, you know, they say, the report in the Irish Times this morning uh, uh, said that, you know, open, with opening hours for late bars, um, you know, uh, uh, as Ian mentioned, the ex- extensions until 2.30am, um, and the, a new late-night bar permit would be required for that, and it says subject to strict conditions. Who's going to enforce those conditions? You know, we talk about... Uh, bringing uh, Ireland into line with other mm. European countries uh, with nightclubs open until 6am. But, you know, when you go to places like Berlin or Barcelona or or Paris, you don't have outrageous noise breaking out of, of nightclubs. 
into the surrounding environment. And that is something that absolutely has to be addressed in tandem with any reform of the licensing laws, because okay. otherwise we're, we're going to be in, in, a, in a very bad way indeed. Ian, how are you going to keep the sound indoors? Well, in my venue in Tramline, we invested heavily when we reopened in 2017 and we, we insulated and built cavity areas around the whole external per- perimeter of the club to mitigate uh, for that. I do accept Frank's point. Uh, Temple Bar is a very vibrant city, but uh, the elephant in the room, I think, is all these people who've bought houses around Croke Park and bought apartments in Temple Bar knowing the location they're buying them in. It's like people complaining about Garth Brooks playing in Croke Park after only buying a house in, around the area in, the, in Jones's Road in the last three years, you know. Um, if you choose to live in a city centre, you're subject to the vibrancy and and uh, uh, the crack that goes on in it. And the, the fact of the matter is there aren't enough people living in the city centre. I was in New York last week and Tuesday night, the city was alive. It was on fire, buzzing. And, you know, Dublin's a ghost town uh, midweek now. And it's such a shame because it's such a beautiful capital city. But, you know, we, we don't have high rise. We need we need more people living in the city. And until people like Frank stop objecting to high rise developments being built in Dublin city, we're not going to get is, that. That is, that is a completely different argument altogether. The reason why we haven't got high rise developments, even though, permissions have been granted for them by on board Panola is because they're on economic to build. That's the reason. It's not to do with objections. Uh, but to get back to the fundamental issue involved here, you know, you, you talk about people like me and others buying apartments in Temple Bar. When I bought an apartment in Temple Bar in 1995, it was not like it is now. It just wasn't. You know, what happened was that the publicans took over and some of them are so irresponsible. I mean, I heard a, a representative of the Licensed Business Association on RT Radio earlier on, and he was talking about responsible publicans. What is responsible about having external loudspeakers to broadcast noise made by a live band performing inside the bar into the neighbourhood? I mean, it's just an abuse. Yeah. Uh, Frank, I, I just think your timeline's wrong on that. If you bought in Temple Bar in 95, I remember DJing myself in the Oliver Sinjin Gogarty's around 94 and the music was fairly loud. So you can't say you went into a Greenfield site in 95. It's just disingenuous of you. It wasn't a Greenfield site at all, but it wasn't as intense as it became much later on. And that's absolutely undeniable. Um, you know, the, the place has been literally almost taken over uh, by the nighttime economy. And and that is something that plays itself out in all sorts of unacceptable ways, including outrageous antisocial behaviour, uh, pe- people uh, who are uh, twisted from drinking too much, peeing in our doorway and all the rest of it. I mean, it really is just not civilised. And that is not something that would be tolerated in other European capital cities. And what I'm, what we, the point that we made to the, to the minister and to the Nighttime Economy Task Force is that it is absolutely essential that the guards here are given the same powers as the police have in other European capital cities where where a, a, a premises is behaving badly by broadcasting noise into the vicinity uh, of where people are living. Mm. Um, they, the, the police just move in and close it down. Should the police have those powers here and walk straight in and close down tramline? Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. If there were blare music out the door, absolutely. No, the music should be contained within the premises. It's like your radio license. You're licensed to broadcast, you know, for your Dublin license. It's it's in Dublin. You know, you can't go outside that. Same with our music. We want to keep it within the venue. And sure, there'll be a tiny bit of bleed out out into the streets, but it shouldn't be anything more than 70, 75 dB. Well, it's, it sounds, though, it's, the way Frank describes it, that it is an awful lot more than that in Temple Bar. Yeah, no, they do have speakers outdoors, and I don't agree with those. All right, we found some common ground, at least uh, between you, Frank. What would you like to see changed? If this is not the overhaul to our licensing laws that should happen, what should happen? Yeah, but I mean, well, the Nighttime Economy Task Force dealt with that and, and, and said that that it, an overall approach to noise regulation is lacking at the moment and that this needs to be addressed, particularly against the background of potential development of the nighttime economy into the later hours of, of, of 6 a.m. and so on. And that is something that's really, really important. Um, and, 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 and it's not being addressed in tandem with this legislation. This, 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 the reform of the licensing laws is going through without that fundamental issue being addressed. And it absolutely has to be addressed. And I would appeal to members of the Doyle and Shannon, uh when the, the legislation is actually published, we haven't even got the heads of it yet, um, to, to pay attention to that issue. And I've been on to several of them to say this has to be addressed because otherwise the whole idea of people living in the city and having a vibrant city centre, not just in terms of nighttime entertainment, but also for living in, that that is something that is very precious and needs to be protected. Well, it doesn't sound like we are in going to be able to successfully encourage more people to live in the city centre as you would want and as Frank would want and others would want as well if this level of noise pollution is happening and if the level of public drunkenness and public disorder transpires the way Frank fears it will. Agreed, yeah. Policing is a, is a huge issue. It's, it's so under-resourced, you know, so we, we need to get that tackled for sure. Yeah, listen, we'll talk to uh, the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, about that issue of policing and much more besides uh, on these licensing changes, these proposed uh, changes uh, when she joins me shortly after five o'clock here on The Hard Shoulder. My thanks to Frank MacDonald, the author, the commentator and the former environment editor with The Irish Times and to Ian Redmond, the owner of Tramline in Dublin. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.